Yo, hey, big man, thing, you just. Yo, you really make me feel nice. You make me feel special. You you really did, and I really appreciate it. I like the. I really. I, I, I like it. Oh, God, thanks. I appreciate it. And you do all of this. You affect me in this wonderful, positive way just because you hit play. So thank you for tuning in to this edition of Richard's Rant, where we begin, as we begin every rant, with a good morning to you and yours. <laughs> as you know, the morning is the best part of the day before anything has uh, not gone your way. And that energy, that vibe of positivity is what I hope transcends any fuckery that comes your way and that you really have a great day. So, in my great surprise, this is part four. I mean, I was saying I'm fed up of content and what I would do and all sorts of stuff. And now I'm wondering if it's my fault that maybe I just wasn't uh, amused. And I'm also using that, or maybe correctly or incorrectly, as an artist would say that they need a muse, meaning inspiration, to produce their content so maybe i just wasn't amused <laughs> i just needed a muse or the right one from the um the newspaper i guess or maybe my own mental because there isn't an extraordinary great amount of information and i certainly didn't plan to do a four-part series <laughs> if i did i would have scripted it more and it would have been a little bit more coherent but that is also why it is i decided early on that i one wasn't going to listen back to it because i couldn't stand my voice but that has since changed (laughs) and uh, i remember like the first time the first time i listened to a rant properly was when the producer played it at uh where will we we were at an event and he played it and i was mortified but then i was like that is me that is what this song like you edit that <laughs> you know what it was <laughs> it still have um of course some things but in listening to them now i also realized that I probably should have been a cartoonist because I have different voices and not all of them are exactly the same, which means it's on auto, probably mood related or something like that, but not deliberate or conscious on my part. So I have been, um, when talking, I have been deliberately trying to see if I can do this or do that or do the other at this point for my own amusement. But, uh, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. But I kept that I would not script it too much. Because also, when I do listen to it, I laugh. And it's it does not... Myself does not equate it to me. I think I experience it the same way as anyone else would. Because it's not how I thought I came across. 
and some of the things that I see, it's like I understand when entertainers say that they have a different persona and all of that. Some of the things that I say, I actually there was this um there was this rant where I was talking about how the people in St. Vincent abandoned their pets. And I was saying that their pets probably have instinct and knew that the volcano was erupting, but what they didn't know was you as a mother cunt to leave them behind. And when I heard that through my radio, I literally dropped what I do and started to laugh. Because I did not... I didn't see it coming in the rant. I didn't remember seeing it in the first place. And there are so much things I just be like, Lord Jesus... I put this on the internet. I agree to this. Oh my goodness. Oh, sometimes it's like, what was going on with me that day? Why are you so angry? And I really do experience it that way. (laughs) This has really been an amazing experience for me. And I really do thank you all sincerely for making it possible. I, I really mean it i really do and i'm really humbled by it so all of that as we begin to what is to my genuine surprise part four quattro <sighs> so some venezuelans are retreating from trinidad i don't know how i feel about this and i'll explain myself right and it's a bit offensive as you know sometimes my explanations tend to be but i am saying categorically i have no xenophobia towards any venny i have no issue with them being here Uh, that was never really my concern i did understand the social issues that they were causing but i felt that it should be done for a good cause for example when you decide that you're going to live with someone uh, regardless of the reason be it economical or romantic or um necessary like you can't take care of yourself any whatever or a combination of all that person is going to annoy the shit out of you from time to time therefore they have to be with it it's the same thing with children you know, you decide to have children, there are times that you are going to want to send them back. But that is a part of it. You're in a relationship, there are times that you're going to want to kill the person, literally. But, and there are times that person will destroy your heart and soul. But it is whether or not they are worth it, because that is the price that is non-negotiable that you pay for these things. So I think at the price to help them, I, I felt it was sufficient. So I never really had a problem. But now that they are going back because they don't like it here, because of the xenophobia here, because it's not working out for them here, I don't know how I feel about that. On one side, I feel as though, well, you know, if it didn't work out, it didn't work. And just be nonchalant. On the other side, I feel as though since we are one of the richest Caribbean countries and territories in this part of the world, in Latin America, then 
maybe we have failed as humans and we could have done better and another part is like you was catching your ass and you couldn't even find toilet paper in your fucking country and you come across here with at least half toilet paper and now you saying here not good enough for you go back where the fuck you come from because in a way i kind of feeling like i get rejected from a, a, a vagrant you know it is to give a vagrant a dollar on the trade back or you know it is to not be attracted to somebody and you thought that they was into you and you make your move and you shoot your shot or you you accept that you know you will give them a blight and they was like uh no i know you you know you, you know is that yeah yeah well, if you don't you don't but i give you more than one example so just focus on the last one now eh. so i i know i know and the fact that they're going back to is really scary some of the things that they're encountering some of it is really concerning some of the things that they have encountered is very unsettling um i read a story where some people that was identified only as raster men come and find them in the bush find them in the bush you know and five raster men with guns to be exact come and find them in the bush and rob them and kill one of them and it have children and stuff living in the bush and then you have um the story where the express try to highlight or it was a guardian one of your newspapers try to highlight that they need some assistance living in the bush and trinidad show its ugly side and the people was like we don't want no help you know no tango edar lo siento adios and they go on the way they give up and that is 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 emotional for me is emotional and of course i remember the colossal waste of resources that it costs how much and how much million just to register some people like you can just get some same CPEP workers who pay you want to cut or government workers or the blasted central statistical office or something to to enter some information on a fucking spreadsheet and you had to rent places when it is you have all these places that anyway been doing that today and i knew and honestly i just do it with love in the house three so and i knew i ain't going to slip down that rabbit hole again with we and this money or at least i'm gonna try not to but it is really difficult to fathom how love in this place could be trending and people that needed our help telling us we good bless you know we good we real good and you know what's the worst part some of them actually going back illegally the same way that they came illegally meaning the same piece of boat situation and thing you pay a man you lie down on the ground yeah some of them actually going back that way i i think we fail as humans for that to be happening i i really do now in addition to the venezuelan national that was killed not sure why i assume that maybe possibly that was gang related maybe the guy joined a gang or something to try to support whoever in the bush there with him it went sour 
and hence they came and uh, took what they had to take and kill them and uh, it's not because it's five raster men with guns it's because it's guns because they're using guns which is a resource to rob people in the bush but it have so much people out of the bush that you could rob and the fact that one of them were killed that's my surmise but of course you know the police and the newspaper wouldn't see any reason no motive and investigations might just be ongoing forever but um i can't remember if it is i said this on the rant or if i said this only on my status but um there if it is you there is a basketball court in my community and there's a gentleman that goes out on it by himself with his mask from time to time and i look at that that he is breaking the law so he's a criminal just for doing that and so am i for seeing it witnessing it and aiding and abetting and the point i'm making is that 24 hours ago the police actually came fortunately he was not on the court there were other people on the court and they came and they ran them fortunately they didn't charge them so while the police may never be able to solve this crime or have any leads motives or understanding as to what had happened if it is the outside playing football right now you know they'll be able to take care of that because that's where the priorities are meanwhile in the bush we had another male victim rattling and all he had on was a drawers which I find very weird very 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 weird he was found by some farmers they were clearing the land so that you know they could plant the cauliflower and thing and well they find something and that's so and then you know they're going and get the cauliflower and we're going and watch it in the market we're going and walk past and thing up we knows how the cauliflower is so small but look at the traumatic experience that these people went through just to get our cauliflower for you you could imagine going to work and it have a body across your desk in the morning that's that's what happened to them but i did that one i can't understand motives and stuff because i don't the fact that he was only in a drawers as you can see and in the bush what what is it he was on the beach they catch him and execute him that's the closest I could get to the logic. Just like the guy that was tied up in El Socorro on a tree. You know, it's like it have a particular gang going around doing weird shit to dudes. Like what what really <laughs> taking place? But of course, you know, it's men, so nobody gives a shit. If this was a woman by the second time it would have a whole commission of inquiry. But which reminds me, what is going on with the spray? The, 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 the pepper spray that just take a back seat because you know corona does come out early on the uh, holiday so you had to be inside by 10 o'clock we already went on with the spray but for whatever reason maybe because men are to provide or to be strong or to protect or to defend i don't know for whatever reason we ha- we have to fight for for ourselves and figure it out. So I don't know if it is you're on the beach or something and somebody you don't know call you don't go because I I really not understanding these particular ones and it's really not the first or second 
Um, even in the last run, the the guy in the garbage bag in front of the the the, the building. Um, we don't even fully have a motive for why it is the kill channel. The 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 uh, the, the lockdown. You just assume because of his colorful character that it gang related, but nobody entirely sure exactly what he did or what was done or why. Or if it is he was just collateral damage or you know a message but you know keep your chin up kings and teach your sons to be better this um speaking of that we actually have a venezuelan refugee that did keep his chin up and he managed to qualify for the tokyo olympics in boxing I am fascinated by this because I don't understand any part of it. I don't understand how he's a refugee. Well, a refugee, of course, doesn't necessarily mean that he poor or seeking asylum, but I would figure that he have other shit going on. But uh, yeah, I would figure he have other shit going on. Let me put it that way. But I guess maybe boxing is his job. So if boxing is his job, who is paying him to do it? For example, right? The Trinidad Tobago volleyball dudes doing the volleyball thing, that's the work. So if Trinidad, I don't know, explode and they seek an asylum in Venezuela, is it that they're still getting paid, but it just wasn't safe for them to be here? You know, like, I don't understand the the logistics of how something like that happened. And how is it that they'll be able to represent here from Venezuela? They're going to get the instructions like Mission Impossible and just fly to wherever the game is. And shouldn't there be games in Venezuela? So was he going to Venezuela? But the borders close. So I really don't know how he qualified, where these games are, and all this kind of thing. But... It, you know, obviously, this asks too much questions, right? I mean, how dare I expect any of these things to just be told to me in a fucking newspaper? I just be too damn unreasonable. The bottom line is, a Venezuelan refugee going to Tokyo. Full stop. <laughs> Full stop. That is it. That's it. Mind your business. So I wish him all the best, you know. I guess he would have been vaccinated. Not sure how that happened either, since it have all this tilly and you know the venies and this and that and the resources. But I guess he will because I believe you have to be vaccinated to be in the games. So you you know, and he he handled his affairs. So chin up, king. Good luck. And uh, yeah, that that that's about it. Best best of luck. Impressive that. Maybe it's these hard times that allowed him to qualify. But of course, he you know, didn't have an interview with him or anything. So, not even through Google Translate. But just like when Michael Jackson died and Janet gave that amazing performance and um, Why Did I Get Married too? And, um, you know, she channeled that energy into that acting maybe that is where he used to be the shit out of your opponents so you go for the gold turn something negative into something positive yeah you 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 go for the gold it, it actually reminds me of um 
I'll, I'll try to protect. I'll pause to, to go through the pros and cons of saying this, but I'll I'll protect the person's identity because they they really do prefer to be private. So I wouldn't say anything more on that. If I say too much, it wouldn't be private. But I do know this person that has like a let's call it OCD, and whenever he finds something that he likes that he's interested in he had to dive right in doesn't do it recklessly I really enjoy watching it is is not like watching a baby discover something new because it's clearly a grown man <laughs> but it's just the way that he experiences the world is something to oh shit it's almost like me that's the way in which I would do something and read a newspaper is entertaining, hence Richard's rant. So, yeah, in that regard, it's the same thing, but it's not mental, it's physical. So he would see something, do the research, basically that when it is I jump in this head first, if I could tell or not, okay, I think I'll live. And I jump in. And it's just fascinated. He will get into a project fully even if it's a project that i introduce him to and then after a couple weeks would be able to give me brand new perspectives that would elevate the both of us or i dare say even teach me about stuff that i thought i had known because it's just this immediate absorption day and night continuously Oh, I thought that this was no, the will not flat. Okay, so why it is who said that? When this is that? When is like wow? And of course, the messages, yeah, be kept abreast of all developments is is something amazing to see. And uh, I can't remember where. Oh, cool. Okay, so I know this is not a trend here. When I talk about real people. I just lose my trend of thought. Or real people that I care about, I should say. It seems I just lose my trend of thought. Because I can't remember what I bring that up for. I mean, it's a good anecdote. But the last thing I was talking about was the Venezuelan dude and the lack of information in the newspaper. I, I don't know if it is I was trying to make a comparison, but determined not to lose that authenticity. Yeah, I completely lost myself. I don't even think it would. Sometimes I would at least pause the recording and try to gather my frills, but I don't even know where my frills is at this point for us to gather them. I really don't know how I move from the guy qualifying for Tokyo and the lack of information to this. But the lack of information in the newspaper did remind me of that person and how they would just submerge themselves into everything. And that's the best I could do. I hope he enjoyed that anecdote. <laughs> and I will move on because I really can't remember the point. But if I do remember the point, I will come back and tell you. So the next point that I have here, I kind of torn between two of them. Although I had them in the order in which I had intended to say it, it's not feeling right. So I'll say this one first. Um, that have a trade union member that upset over the grave of a founding trade unionist. 
and they have pictures of him looking sad by the grave and the grave you know treated like anybody else's and i read in this and i just feel into beat him because i find the trade union is such a stink nasty dirty <sighs> what is the word parasitic moldy disappointing organization you are a union of people you're supposed to be a beacon to show humans how we're supposed to treat each other how it is we're supposed to come together and get positive things done instead all you do is selfishly act for yourself and i have ample evidence of this in my personal life and from looking at other stuff even in, during the midst of our lockdown, the union tried to ask for raises and all kind of shit. That's unacceptable. So in other words, by being so disgusting, you actually justifying why it is employers need to protect themselves from employees. Because like the employees is just a cancer. When you people died to have unions. People get burned alive and shit. And this is how it 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 it, it, it devolves into. And I'll tell you my story. I'll tell you my story. And I will call names in this one. Right? I've had many jobs. One of which was at TV6. At TV6, I was a sales agent. For those of you all that don't know, the ads that you see in media is handled by a sales agent the closest thing that you can reference that may be more familiar to other people to everyone would be like an insurance agent but instead of getting people you get advertisers right i went to tv6 actually i was doing advertising for a while and i had come to terms with how cutthroat the industry was is and how disposable i was and I also had an issue with working different companies because the first company I worked for, which was 94.1 in that capacity, I really did believe in that station and everything. I don't believe in it now. It devolved into something that I don't recognize. I can't even listen to it again. But it, um, I believed in it at that point. And then when I took another job opportunity that was offered to me to go to 91.9, Iowa Georgia Station, I did also believe in that because I always loved Soka. And I felt conflicted in that I was talking to the same customers, the same clients, the same people. So in other words, I tell you to buy a policy in Guardian Life and now I want you to buy a policy with Pan American. So I had that issue. But I took it and I went with it and that sort of thing. And uh, by the third place that I worked, of course it have stories there, but that's not the purpose of this. By the third place, which was TBC Radio Network, I was exposed to being able to sell multiple stations at the same time. So that's five stations on their radio network alone and to still have access to sell on CNC3 and Guardian. Plus, I would have just told you about 91.9 and I would have told you about 94.1 and Power 102 FM. So I said, you know what? The truth is all of these stations have merit. So what I'm going to do is start my own company. And I did. Uh, but not having the sound business acumen, right now that company is in a coma. 
but it would wake up at one point. But coming back to the point I was making with the trade unions, see, I thought I was forgetting how to digress, right? So coming back to the point of the trade unions, right? While I was working with Guardian Media, I started working at TV6. That is not something that you are allowed to do. But I quickly realized that that was just another unfair rule because everyone else in media was able to have multiple jobs and private jobs. For example, the presenters and the DJs, they could have boat rides, they could host boat rides, they could work boat rides. And you're telling me that is a conflict of interest, but they are mingling with all other DJs from other stations and everything and living life normal and getting $1,500 to $3,000 per gig. And I can't do that. So I say, fuck that. And the proudest sale that I have, I'm not going to say the clients, it was a government client, but and I was the proudest one. I think I would have made about 30 something thousand dollars from that one sale. And it was because the client hired me. So they paid my fees. And yeah, I had fees for clients I could have afforded. They paid my fee. And based on their needs, I did honestly suggest, based on their needs, not my own interest, this a lot of the same stations that I was working with. And others, but a lot of them that I was working with. So I was able to get commission from TV6, Express, Guardian, about three radio stations on TBC Radio Network, CNC3 as well. So I was able to get commission from all of those things and in addition to my fees. So I was quite, I was like, okay, I have this in the bag and stripping me, didn't even buy a car or something and reinvest it, right? Poor business argument is what I'm saying. And uh, getting $30,000 in a lump sum would make you feel rich, but you wouldn't realize that that that's not really money until later on. I mean, you work for between $36,000 and uh, let's say maybe $120,000 on average a year. And that's with a salary of $3,000 to $10,000. Most people fall somewhere in that price range. So even if you get it up front, it doesn't mean that you're suddenly rich unless it is you're able to sustain that income, which I now know. That's why the business would resurrect. But digress again. So when, remember I always said I was disposable. So when things started to go south in TBC, I started looking to replace them. And that is where TV6 came in. And I only applied to TV6 on a whim because I saw it. It was the worst interview I ever did, but they were the most impressed ever. Because I wasn't really interested. It was like, if I get it, I get it. If I do get it, I do get it. And then I went across. One of the reasons why I took it is because they had a union. That's how I brought it back. They actually had a union. So I thought that for once, I'll be treated with dignity and respect. I was wrong. So, what um, they did, eventually I was there full-time and uh, just doing my company so what it is they did 
is that they started me off not me alone it was five of us that they hired at the same time and we were often lumped in with about two or three other agents that started just before we did so let's say eight ish but no i'm i'm getting really confused it's three of us that started the same time and we were lumped in with about two or three other agents that started just before so it was more like five ish of us right that were lumped together so they started all of us off with a quota of thirty thousand. personally and this was before i went across full-time i struggled to make that quota i did not make it the first month the second month i made it and exceeded it and the third month because i had exceeded it the second month i didn't have to do much to make it but i worked really hard to make it the third month so i was in two minds about even staying but i said okay they have the union so i'll have that protection but to my great surprise, they then proceeded to raise the quota from thirty to 50000 And my experience was not unique. All of the five of us made the quota by the skin of our teeth. So it was a shocker that they raised it. Then when they raised it to that, we did not make it at all for three months. None of us, none of the five, not me alone, none of the five of us made it. They told us that we need to make the quota or else we will be fired. I wasn't worried because we have a union. And the fact that five people not able to make the quota, and in addition to that, even the senior agents that they had were not making their individual quotas, but it was just much higher than ours. We had they had quotas like two hundred thousand dollars a month and that kind of thing. So it was much higher than ours. But they they're not making it either. I was like, well, obviously the union will just take care of this. And I had joined the union from day one and all of that. So I, you know, just ride the union, expecting them to take care of it. This process went on for like six months. During that six months, we were antagonized by management. We were forced to put ourselves on a performance improvement plan. Never have I saw that. And uh, our quota raised twice. And at no point we were able to make it. So from the 50, it went up to... I think it was 80 and then from the 80 to 120 something like that this happened some years ago and then one day they gingerly called us in and fired us the only thing that they did all of us all five even the ones that were there before us the only thing that they did was that they gave us they worked out our average pay meaning how much they usually paid and they gave us that month in advance so again i was not worried i went to the union you know i was keeping them abreast of everything and i was like all the track and all your foot because and i also independently went to the ministry of labor to make sure that i wasn't delusional and when and i went to the ministry of labor three times so i can speak to different people and each time they looked at it and they were like oh well this is insane on what grounds do they have to raise your quota so no this is not the way how things work and you're a permanent employee if it is you are required to make the quota that's all fine and they can set whatever quota they like but if it is you are not attaining the quota and they want to put you on performance plans then they would have to show justification as to how they think this quota is attainable and i would struggle to think and this is what ministry of labor is telling me this is not my opinion right 
And I'll struggle to think how they would even be able to prove that if no one on the team is making the quota. But even if uh, we leave that out because you don't have that evidence, those things will be confidential. I'm just taking your word for it. The fact that you have won an award from the same company for bringing in the most new business in the company. And according to the document that they gave you, you brought in so much new business, the person second to you brought in 25% of what you brought in. No, they don't have a case. You get to go. <laughs> and I was confident. And the union did nothing, nothing, nothing. To the point where I literally cursed them and nearly mashed up the door, which was made out of glass. When it is, I fully well realized the shit that they was doing. And when I did the research further, because TV6 has a collective bargaining agreement, it means that any industrial action has to go through the union with which they have the collective agreement with. So all that union has to do is nothing, as they did, and TV6's interest is protected. If it is I hire an attorney, the attorney has to work with the union. If it is I go to another union, that union has to work with the union. If it is I go to the Ministry of Labor, the Ministry of Labor has to work with the union. And the only regress I have is to take the union to court. And if it is I can't afford to take the union to court, there is a body that governs the union, but I have to file a claim with them, which I did, but guess who also controlling it? Nasty, stink, dirty, parasitical organization. If it is you want the person grief to be treated with dignity and respect, treat it with dignity and respect your damn self. Go to the grave, cut it, it have things, shrines, if that is the correct word, or tombs or wherever the ass it is for other private citizens that wanted their loved one's grave to be crips and all of that, to be treated with dignity and respect. Not crisp as in crisp like close crips as in the thing that you could put dead people in all of that it have bill one and stop talking shit in the fucking papers and <clears throat> nasty stinking nastiness Lysander. you're supposed to be doing better than that everybody else could seek their own agenda everybody else but certain ethnic groups it seems just more corrosive than others and in saying that point, I'm actually proud of myself because, like, it's not scripted, but it actually segue in nice and I switch the point something. So, yeah. So, oh, Jesus is after 30 minutes. How? Mm, all right. So, there's the last point. So, um, it occurred to me that we had the first black president in America and white people would have voted for him. And in America, it still have that clear-cut division, white and black. Yeah, they're getting along and everything, but they're fully well aware that I white and you black. It, 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 it's not, you know, it, it didn't mix as yet. It's like the Atlantic and the Caribbean Sea have that little line. Everybody wet, but when you watch it, because one's salted and the other, you could clearly see where the division is. Yeah? So, um, I was wondering if it is trump was orchestrated by the white supremacists deliberately so they put him there to play the role and to act out a role of utter chaos to the point where you would then accept 
anybody else but him. And now you have a nice old white man as usual and the hierarchy is restored. And he little quiet and guppy looking so you could keep a low profile. But if it is you had continued from the momentum of Obama, then maybe you would have had the first female president or the first gay president, either male or female. Male would have been more exciting, obviously, because gay men just get more attention. And it would have also lead to the first male, the first husband, the first male, first lady, some vision, no, first male husband, I guess. But it could also have your first husband or your first, or first gentleman. I think that's what it would be, the first gentleman, because it's first lady, ladies and gentlemen. Right, so, but you can also have your first gentleman from... Um, a first female president as well. So all of these things probably scared the shit out of them. Because Trump didn't win that election, you know. He didn't. And Hillary was going for it, so she would have been the first one. And then he would have had the first former president being to become a first gentleman. So you see, all this weirdness, it probably frightened the shit out of them. So the electoral college come together and put in Trump. This is 200% conjecture and opinion, unfounded. But it's just a thought that randomly occurred to me. And to restore things to how it's supposed to be. You give them crazy, 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 crazy. And then now it refreshes. Just like the theories of the coronavirus. Because you have um, the fact that locking somebody away is a form of torture. That is you. So you lock them up in a dark cell preferably. And then you bring them back. And then you lock them up again. So, you know, you have that in and out, and it fucks with human mental. And then, to make it end, they tend to comply. To make it end, they take the vaccine. To make it end, the voting Biden, who actually won. But Hillary Clinton is the one that actually won the elections democratically. But Donald Trump won it constitutionally. Hillary Clinton got the popular vote, meaning the majority. But Donald Trump got the vote from the Electoral College, who is the people that really decide the president in America and simply take the actual votes under consideration. And they are the defenders of democracy. See the fucked up world we live in? But at least they are multi-billionaires exploring other worlds. Ours just exploring Goodwood Park. You have the power to make changes in the world that have a meaningful difference to you and the next generation to come. Use that power, write a petition, vote correctly and informed, get information, think before you talk, do the best that you could do. And subscribe to the vibe and comment towards our betterment. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Richard's Rant and the final installment of Love in This Place. Vibes.